Welcome to Wrong Voicemail Podcast, Boston Edition. I am your host, Maria Champa. Here's the story. My longtime husband, Justin Carr. Hi, I'm Justin Carr. There he is. Got a wrong voicemail. The first of many. I appreciate it, Chief. Sorry to bother you with it, but it's an important person uh, and a big supporter of mine. Now, you've heard of a wrong number, but a wrong voicemail? Different thing. It's when a total stranger leaves you a voicemail thinking you are someone else. And the ones we got, they go into detail. This guy's banks up in arms. Uh, wondering here, have you ever gotten a wrong voicemail? If so, please send it to me at wrongvmpod at gmail.com. We'd love to chat about it. Chief? I'm not the chief. No. You are obviously my first husband, Justin Carr. I clearly say my name in my voicemail greeting. Open your ears, jackass. All righty, Chief. Cool your jets. In Wrong Voicemail Podcast, we have changed the names of those who left the wrong voicemails to protect their identities. Yeah, to protect the identities of those that don't know how to dial a number. And we got so many wrong voicemails, all of them from two guys in the same office in Boston, Mass. So we did the logical thing you do when you get 10 wrong voicemails. We laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And then we made fun of those voicemails. Did he just say drawings? Wicked pissa guy. Wicked pissa. I like them apples. How do you like apples? <laughs> I like oranges. No, I mean, I like apples too. Okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> then we got down to brass tacks and did some lighthearted investigation. Welcome to Wrong Voicemail, Boston Edition, where you'll not only laugh at these wrong voicemails, but you'll discover, along with us, who these guys are, what they want, and most importantly, what is their favorite kind of submarine sandwich? (laughs) So... Welcome to episode two of Wrong Voicemail, Boston Edition, our hard-hitting investigative podcast. My name is Maria Champa, and I'm here with my co-host and longtime husband, Justin Carr. That's right. That's right. That is... That's me. Oh, I thought you were saying that I was right, which I like to hear. You're right. I'm right. Okay. I mean, hard-hitting might be... I mean, it's lighthearted. It's a lighthearted investigative podcast. We're shooting the show. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing too serious. Not not too serious. Um, But what are we investigating? Good question, dear listener. In the case of one anonymous Boston politician's office leaving several wrong voicemails, we unlock the mystery of these mysterious wrong voicemails. We use our keen ability to translate thick as molasses Boston accents, our average research skills, and my willingness to Google basically anything. Justin Carr and I are determined to find the truth. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And what's wonderful about it is we're reminded of those amazing Boston accents. Yeah. We've been in L.A. for 12 years, so we we might lose the ability. Like, when I introduce you, I want to be like, this is my husband, Justin Carr. Nice weather we're having. Nice weather. Nice weather. It's freaking freezing out here. Who ordered this? Did you order it? Did you order <laughs> Did you order it? Did you order it? <laughs> I feel like you're like a drunk Bostonian. Did you order it? Yeah. Like you're a slurring alcoholic. Stroked out. Yeah. yeah. We used to have a neighbor in Winthrop that would stand on her porch in the dead of winter without a coat smoking menthols. Yes. 
And she would yell that at us. Yeah. She would yell. What's with this freaking weather? Who ordered this? Who Did ordered, you order it? Did you order this? Did you order this weather? And I was like, why? She's so angry. But it's good that she directed her anger toward the weather, I guess, instead of, I don't know. I don't she, know. It felt semi-directed towards us. Like she thought we controlled the weather? Yeah. That's how she thought meteorology worked? I guess she thought I was a meteorologist. Well, meteorologists don't control the weather. They just report the weather. Yes. Breaking news, everybody. I'm glad that we cleared that up. I'm really glad we cleared that up. Okay, let's get back to business. Soon after we received that first wrong voicemail, guess what happened? Did I get another back surgery? Eventually, but not but that not time. Okay. Oh, wait, no, that was your last. Well, your, then what happened? That next? was your fourth back surgery, so that was the last one. So, that no, you haven't had a back surgery since then. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last one. Hopefully forever. So, to our delight and surprise, I am so very proud to announce Justin Carr and I got a second wrong voicemail. <laughs> and the second wrong voicemail wasn't from Fitzy. But someone else in his office, whatever his office was, we had no idea. So let's listen to that second wrong voicemail. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, Chief. Brian Shanahan. Fitzy. Chief of Staff of all as well. Uh, sorry to continue to, uh, to bother you. Uh, but Fitzy. You asked me to reach out to you again. Um, he was wondering if you could be helpful in uh, expediting an application of a BFDF. 720969, address is 280. Boston Mass, kid. A little background on the 6th. Um, they submitted the application. Uh, fire department came back on June 15th uh, with some questions. They resubmitted the next day, then further questions, and then they resubmitted on June 28th. Wasn't sure if we were able to uh, expedite um, life safety, standpipe testing, et cetera. Uh, but if you could, myself, um, I will be available. Um, up in New Hampshire with the family, but uh, you can reach me on my cell. 617. Boston. Up in New Hampshire with the family. Up in New Hampshire for the holidays. No, he didn't say for the holidays. You put that in there after the fact. That's right. They would only say Merry Christmas. No, he didn't say. He just said in that voicemail, no. I, I'm going to be in New Hampshire with my family. With the family. He's going to be in New Hampshire with the family. Like, after the fact, since we listened to these voicemails so many times, we started putting our own things in. And for somehow we changed it to, I'll be in New Hampshire with, for the holidays. Like, it, yeah. he never said that. So that's why this is an investigative podcast, you know. Maybe he'll say it in the next one. Uh, maybe. Stay tuned. I mean, how much is he going to talk about New Hampshire? How thrilling would that be? <sighs> wow. Anyway, we have to get... To the finer points of this mysterious wrong voicemail. And we'll get back to the New Hampshire part. Okay, Justin? Okay. Okay. First of all, why is Brian Shanahan, which is what we named him, we dubbed his name in as Brian Shanahan, Shanny, Bri Bri. Shanahanigan. Shanahanigan. I like it. Sorry to continue to, uh, to bother you. Uh, but why is he apologizing? Why is he so apologetic? It's like he's apologizing for just doing his job. I think I, I have a book recommendation for him. Like recently, a friend of mine recommended a book that she found very helpful, and it's called Girl, Stop Apologizing. Yeah, that's probably a good book for him to read. I haven't read it yet, and I'm not sure that I will, mainly because of the title. But another good book would be Girl, Stop Dialing the Wrong Number. Yes, <laughs> that would be that would be very good. Girl, stop dialing the wrong number. Yeah. Stop apologizing. 
But like he's calling and then the first thing he does in his voicemail is apologize for calling. And I feel like he needs to figure out how to just do his job unapologetically. Anyway, this this book, Girl, Stop Apologizing, the cover says that the book contains a shame-free plan for embracing and achieving your goals. I think that that's what Brian Shanahan, chief of staff, needs at this point. Next point. See, it's a very clear and scientific investigation that we're doing. Fitzpatrick, he says his boss asked him to call. Fitzy. He asked me to reach out to you again. Like he wasn't going to call himself. His boss asked him to call. It's like, like he's not just doing his job. Do your job, Shanny. He's just throwing his boss under the bus. Boss yep. under the bus. Boss bus. Yep. Like why? I'm only following orders. My yeah. boss asked me to do this for me. Don't lash out at me. Don't fire me. Don't fire me. I mean, like why doesn't he want to bother the chief? Probably because the chief is a tyrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like you can only call in so many favors to the chief, like he has a temper. Yeah, the chief probably just wants to be left alone. Chief doesn't want to hear about all your problems. And like, what does the chief do if you if you keep bothering him? Does he turn into the Hulk? Or maybe the chief golfs a lot and doesn't like to be bothered when he's on the green. On the green? Justin Carr, really? Yep. Sounds like most of these characters are on the green. Justin Carr, that is a hilarious and very good marijuana joke. Nice pickup and safe. It's called a mulligan. Be quiet, Justin Carr. We're talking about Shanny throwing Fitzy under the bus. You know, maybe Shanahan just hates his job. You know, he doesn't want to do what Fitzy tells him what to do. Maybe he just wishes he was more than just a lowly chief of staff. You know, like what does it, what does a chief of staff do anyway? Call wrong numbers. Truly, Justin Carr, that is correct. Then. The voicemail gets boring. So boring. 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 Shani gets to the brass tacks of his main ask to the chief, you know? He's like, I got to expedite this application. And he says that official sounding sequence of letters. Yeah, we got some standpipes. Uh, we need a BFD on the uh, SCT. BFD. Uh, well, I think we could... Surmise what that means. B-F-D. Big f***ing deal. Big f***ing deal. Boston Fire Department. Ooh, this is a break in the case. A big break in our investigation. Justin, just, Justin Carr, you have just dropped a, can I say bomb? Or that's probably not good in these times. You have dropped some truth. I dropped some knowledge. Knowledge? Yes. So, dear listener, make sure you heard. Justin Carr just revealed that BFD most probably stands for Boston Fire Department. Wow. Okay, moving on. Oh, like we were talking about earlier. Shanahan says he's going to be in... New Hampshire. New Hampshire with his family. Yep. When you live in Mass, New Hampshire is a pretty cool place. Yeah, tax-free. Tax-free purchases. Live free or die. That's what it says on the license plate. Yeah, or both. Tax-free purchases is a huge deal. Live free and die. Tax-free. Yeah. And people, even like, they they live there but work in Boston because what? Because of the taxes? Yeah, and it's super cheap. It's cheap to live in New Hampshire? Yeah, you could probably own five houses for the cost of one. Really? You think even today? Hmm, interesting. Well, I'm not going to buy a house in New Hampshire. Sure, and it depends where in New Hampshire, too. 
We're talking about Manchester. Ooh, Manch Vegas. Or Nashua. I feel like in high school, that's where people would go to get tattoos, buy fireworks, or get booze that was way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never did that in high school. Yeah, the state liquor stores were always good spot to buy the booze. Did Not you, in high school. But did you do that stuff? When I was 21. Ah, oh, very good. Well, I never really did any of that stuff because I was uh, not cool. And you didn't go camping. No, I didn't. So when you go camping and you're from the Boston area, you generally drive through New Hampshire to get wherever you're going, even if it's only a 10-mile stretch before you're in Maine. And then you stop and you get a, a few tattoos and you get fireworks. You get fireworks, tattoos on your forehead, yep. and a bunch of booze. bunch of and, booze. And some ciggies, whether you smoke or not. Ciggies. Yeah, you, you pick up some ciggies, oh. and then, uh, you know, you sell them 100% profit. Oh, that's nice. And that's like the camping lifestyle? That's like a rustic? No, I never did that. You never did that? No. <laughs> Pretty cool. I knew I had friends who, you know, would do those things, but I never did them. But Justin did. Justin Carr was very cool. That was very cool. How many tattoos do you have, Justin? Zero. There we go. Very cool. Let's move on. Yeah, where were we? Now we have two wrong voicemails. And I think with those two, we have some new and vital information. Both Fitzpatrick and Shanahan dialed this number, sat through Justin Carr's voicemail greeting that he recorded in his voice, and both of them left a message for the chief. That's right. Yeah. I love how many times you're saying I'm right, Justin. You are so right. This is, the, I think probably this is why our marriage works, because you just look at me All and right, say- All right, that's enough. This is, you're right. Say, say, my wife is right. All right, next topic. No, we're talking about the fact that two people, two oh, distinct yeah. human beings- You're right. Say it again. It again. That was really stupid. Durr. <laughs> No, I think that actually this is a vital point to explore, Justin. You have said you're right at least three times as we were talking about this second wrong voicemail. That's right. Okay, so now it's at least four times. And I feel like that's very good in a marriage for one person, right? Right. So that's six times you just said. That's right. You're right, too. That's right. Is that why this marriage has survived since right. we got married in the early aughts? When did I have to look on the inside of my ring? Was it 2003? It was 2003 and 2004. That's right. You're right. We got married twice. <sighs> That's beautiful. Oh, just to, to clarify for people, we eloped in Puerto Rico. On the beach. On the beach in Puerto Rico with a justice of the peace that we talked to beforehand. And a flat-footed fellow. A flat-footed fellow that took um, our picture with a uh, disposable Kodak camera. And ran around in circles with a bunch of plastic bags. That were very loud. Yeah. Because of the wind. Yeah. That was beautiful. That he was wasn't f- the brightest, but he, he was helpful. He was super helpful, and he was willing to be our wedding photographer at a moment's notice. Yeah. On our elopement. And so then, that was 2003, in Puerto Rico, um, San Juan. Yep. And then a year later, we had another wedding because... Church wedding. Everyone was pissed at us. Not everyone, but some people felt left out. Some people were insulted, felt like it didn't count because it wasn't in a church. Oh, right. Yeah. 
My father rest in peace. What about in the eyes of the Lord? And I was His like, eyes are only inside churches. Right. And I was like, I think the eyes of the Lord, isn't that like an omnipresent um, magical thing that the Lord has? No, we've we've overestimated his abilities. Uh, I think that's pretty sacrilege. He's only omniscient in and, a church and omnipotent within the confines of a church. Of a church just north of Boston. Yeah, and it has to be a Catholic church, otherwise it doesn't count either. Right. Right, 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 right. So that's why we had a church wedding. Oh, my God. And we had to meet with all those priests. And there was one priest that Baroka was like. Yes. Yes. I was going to talk about him. And he was like, he was like, um, listen, it's your wedding. You can do whatever you want. Now you can have the style that you want. Now, if it was my wedding, my style would be Baroque Rococo. But do what you want. And then a week later, he was ousted. Yeah. There was scandal. Yeah. And he was kind of acting as the gatekeeper into telling us whether or not we could even have our wedding at, at the church, which he would have considered his church. But, yeah, I wonder why he was uh, shuffled from one church to another. Maybe because he would have had a super gauche gay wedding. Baroque Rococo is over the fucking top. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. God, I mean, I'm sure that's what it was. We can investigate that next. That'll be our next podcast, basically. Investigating why all these certain priests left that congregation. <laughs> I think they've already investigated that. True. Let's just leave that, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, let's leave that. Back on topic. Two unique people failed to notice Justin Carr's voicemail greeting. What do you think about that, Justin? I think they got the wrong number. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They had the wrong number. But the second wrong voicemail means that Fitzpatrick's initial call wasn't just a misdial. Like, his fingers weren't just messy with the grease of a savory meatball sub. Italian meatball sub. Okay. Italian meatball sub. Ooh, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, mistakenly, like, pressing the wrong buttons because it's like, oh, meatball grease, you know? Right. Both of these guys have the chief's phone number wrong. Yeah. And I think it's it's not that they're, like, programmed incorrectly into a digital device like a cell phone, but it's likely that... They're using an outdated Rolodex from, like, the 50s or something Mm. that's been with the fire department for decades upon decades. Well, now you're assuming that these guys are part of the fire department. I don't believe that's so. Right. Maybe BFD was a big fucking deal. No, they're definitely affiliated with the fire department because they're saying BFD, but it doesn't mean they're part of the fire department. Yeah, I have no idea. Who right. these guys are, what their what their titles are, what their jobs are, other than being chiefs. They're all chiefs. No, there's chiefs a chief of staff. of staff, and then they're calling the chief yeah. of, I believe, the Boston Fire Department. Right. Huge, huge breaks in this case today. Huge pieces of information being dropped to our listener. Very exciting Looking stuff. Looking to expedite everything under the sun. They want to expedite a life-saving, and he goes, uh, what was it, a lifesaver? He wants to expedite a lifesaver or a life-saving standpipe? I don't know if a standpipe is a life-saving device. I think that must be it. He wants to expedite a standpipe. And that sounds pretty important and official. Yeah. Okay. We've covered a lot of stuff today, not only about the voicemails, but about our marriage. And that's so important to any official investigation. Boring. Okay. So let's wrap it up. Um, At the time that we got this wrong voicemail... Neither of us thought much about it. I mean, yeah, we thought it was funny, but we didn't ask the hard-hitting questions that we're asking now. No, they just sat in my phone for weeks, months, 
Was for a while. It, yeah. yeah, weeks and months might have been up to a year. I don't know. I haven't done the math. You do the math, Justin. Twelve. Okay. So here's what we know. We know that Shani is Fitzy's chief of staff. But what is Fitzy's title? Is he the mayor? Is he the president of Boston? Is he the president of the PTO of the North End Elementary School, Montessori? Is he a selectman or a councilman, whatever they do? I don't know what they do, and I don't know what he is. You know? I think that Justin made a good point earlier, saying all their titles are chief. Yeah, they're all chief of something. Yeah. That was a keen observation, Justin. But at this point, we don't know what Fitzy's job was. We didn't look into it when we got what the voice. What we did know is they weren't doing their jobs well. Well. They were trying very hard. They're doing their best. And I think that's important for both of us to acknowledge yes, here. Yes, yes. Just listeners. some communication issues is all. Yeah. Well, just dialing the wrong number. They have the wrong number on file. Like you said, Justin, probably they have a really outdated Rolodex. Yep. They don't have V cards. And I just happen to have the old telephone number for the chief of the fire department or the chief of some position that's important. Right. I mean, Someone that can expedite all of your situations. Yeah. That would be so great to have someone to expedite my situations. Yeah. I would call them. I would leave voicemails just like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't look into it, though, officially at this point. And I think that was very smart of us in retrospect because, unbeknownst to us, we would continue getting wrong voicemails. And had we started looking into it, we might have been motivated to do different things. But that was the right move, as usual. Because then, in just a matter of time later, we got another wrong voicemail. No way. Yeah, Justin. Oh, you you knew that we did. You were just playing along with the suspense. They still didn't figure out that they've got the wrong number? They still didn't figure it out. There's more wrong voicemails. In fact, there's ten. Well, I hope they resolve their previous issues before this next voicemail. I don't know if they will. Okay. So is the North End just like up in flames, <laughs> burning to the ground because we never responded to these voicemails? No, the North End is fine as of today. Well, that's good for the listener to know. Right, exactly. We're not that terrible of people that like we destroyed all of Boston. Oh, Justin, are you feeling some guilt for not calling back? No. You know why? Because... Because they didn't listen. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I just want to take a moment and talk about your feelings, if you'd like to talk about your feelings. Try to keep my feelings to a minimum. Okay, I can respect that. Entirely, I respect that. Let's just call that out. The North End is fine. No, we didn't return these calls. But it didn't result in any huge disaster that we know of. And those exploding manhole covers were from before these voicemails? Yes, that was back in 2003. Oh, we should put that in. Okay, so um, this is something that's very fun. In 2003, right, I, uh, I did a show called Family Schmamily, and I took the voicemails. That of family members. Of family members. They left me voicemails. We love working with voicemails, Justin. This is another voicemail project. I forgot about that because that was like in 2000, what, four, five? At the latest. And now it's 2019, pretty much 2020. And here we are just poking fun at voicemails again. But anyway, back in the day, my mom did leave a voicemail for me because she knew that I was working in the North End at mm -hmm. that little improv theater called Improv, improv Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what? Let's just, I'll play it right now. Why not? That's fun. 
So go ahead, listener, listen to this um, as we uh, wrap up this episode. And please stay tuned for episode three of Wrong Voicemail, Boston Edition. Thank you so much for listening. Return of the Standpipe. Hi, it's me. Um, it's Mom. Um, I hope everything is good there. I always love talking to your telephone answering machine, Maria. I, I, I could try to do little sound effects from now on. It might liven up the messages that I leave, you know. Um, I'll have to think of a few others. But There's manholes blowing up on Hanover Street. So um, check before you go to work. Come on, it's okay. Come on, baby. Bye-bye. That was just me talking to me. Okay, bye. That's it for this episode of Wrong Voicemail Podcast. Huge thanks to you, our listeners. Stay in touch. Email us with your thoughts, questions, wrong voicemails at wrongvmpod at gmail.com. No, really. If you've gotten a wrong voicemail, send it to us or just describe it in your email. Who knows? Maybe we'll do a dramatic recreation of it. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at wrongvoicemailpod. Wrong Voicemail Podcast is created and produced by me, Maria Champa, with lots of help from co-host and husband, Justin Carr, the recipient of all the wrong voicemails. Theme music is composed and performed by the illustrious Max Butler. Please visit his site at maxwellbutler.net to see and hear everything else he works on, including live performances, vintage instrument restoration, essays, and more. Wrong Voicemail Pod Art was designed and created by the talented Clay Morell. Find him at Clay Morell on Instagram. That's M-U-R-R-E-L-L. And don't forget to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, or wherever you listen, because it helps people to find our show. And we like that, because we love making this stuff. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about this show. Tell someone in Boston politics about this show. Tell your ma about this show. Why not? I like them apples.